0: Welcome back, everybody, to the United States of America. I am your host, Brandon Lirio, three-time Mr. Natural Olympia, and my counterpart and absolutely permanent co-host is natural figure competitor and pro headed to the Olympia this year. This is Layla Pollock. Say hi to all the people at home, Layla.
1: I guess I don't have a choice. I'm absolutely permanent. I caught that. Hi.
0: I I did that on purpose, so she would have to, but
1: strapped in for life
0: we ended our last episode by basically talking about the impact of steroids on the sport and we said to ourselves why would someone in the naturals go backstage and see a professional athlete at their highest amount of their capability at that point in time and not want to come back next year and be better for themselves and layla and i are here to tell you it's probably because everything on social media is a lie So, for those of you who are just joining in, our last episode was filled with good times and needles, and everything from start to finish was all about why natural bodybuilding and steroid bodybuilding just does not seem to equal in what we could do to actually level that playing field. And Layla posed an interesting question. Why is it that natural athletes go to these shows, compete at these shows, and actually what you had said was I have no problem going out there and stomping the competition, and I'll, I'll tell a personal story after I get your, your input on this, but we said-
1: up. I'm going to tell a personal story about stomping bitches anyway. I
0: mean- <laughs> sounds like me. I didn't do it. I'm getting cuffed. The thing is this, right? Social media out there has made it to the point where you can take a look at a very point in time chart of someone where they considered themselves at the height of their success, or- They thought they could be and edited it. Again, shout out to GoobU. Exposing all the fakes. Here's the thing. Everything on social media, from the tone at which they they write this message, I'll give you a perfect example. I was completely transparent recently on social media about a recent bout of depression after some personal and professional things didn't pan out. And I could not figure out what photo to use. Because... What photo am I going to pick out of my camera roll that shows me when I'm upset?
1: It's fucking so, tough.
0: So I just set the camera up, looked out at the window like this. Camera took the shot and I went, "That's I don't care what it looks like. That's what I'm going to use. It was a point in time shot of me being very upset. But mm-hmm. it wasn't me making, okay, I got to go cry so that this looks worse. But there are people that do that. And so the real question that we now ask ourselves in this brand new episode is... Is social media more of a lie in terms of stroking an ego and creating a persona than it is the truth? And the reason I ask Layla this is because she has no less than 10 times the following that I have. So Layla.
1: He's going to mention it every episode.
0: Is your social media a lie?
1: It's one of the only ones that isn't, which is why it keeps getting shut down.
0: (laughs) I've never been shadow banned, but she certainly has.
1: So many times, so many times for saying things that are true to me, for at least trying, attempting to chip away the truth of things or show things as they actually are, be real. Instagram doesn't, the algorithm itself does not want that. Mm. It wants people to all play into this narrative of toxic positivity, of everything's fine, of we're all doing well, we're happy, we're positive, we're inspiring each other. And I feel like particularly for fitness, that is fucking dangerous because fitness, especially at the level that you and I do it, does not feel good. Mm. And if you tried to lead people down this road of like, you can do anything you set your mind to and it's going to feel great and you're going to feel so good about it. You're like, you're not.
0: I, I, would also, it's, it, I would argue it's dangerous in some points too where there are times your body is talking to you going, dude, you need a break. Take a break. And yeah. hustle culture has made them be like, oh, I can't. I mean, is Seabum taking a break? No. Is Dana Lynn Bailey taking a break? No. They do. They stockpile this stuff and load it ahead of time so that they can take their breaks. Oh,
1: yeah. You know how many photos I have in my phone? God, where's my phone? Oh, it's my like, wife
0: constantly is like, dude, you got to delete some of this shit. I'm like, I can't. I got to use it for later. I got to have these on here just in case. <laughs>
1: no, I'm going to be out of prep here soon and 20 pounds heavier. Like, I got to. whoo.
0: 20. Yeah. I wish it was that's twenty.
1: Lie. Even that's a lie. I guess if I lie, it might be that. Like I'm not like I'm posting photos of myself in the middle of my bulk, being like,
0: I had no. Worked really hard. No joke. I just posted like a photo from me before the Olympia last year, or the year before, and one of Iceland's strongest man. Uh, he actually took his name from Rob Kearney's Instagram. Rob Kearney being the uh, world's strongest gay. Cause he's gay and world's strongest man. This is Iceland's strongest gay. And he was like messaging me like, dude, you, you, I know you trained with Stefan when you were out here. You should come back out, train with us again. You look great. And I'm like, that's not what I look like right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a professional athlete who bought it. He's a professional athlete who messaged me and goes, you look great. And I'm like, dude, you just saw me benching 315. There's no way I look like that. Even you fell for it.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe, do you think he necessarily meant that in like, in this moment right now, at present, you look great? Or just like generally as a human being, you look great?
0: No, he messaged me and was like, man, I can't believe you look like this, this far from the stage. And I'm like, I don't.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. And I guess, yeah, that's, that's, God. I mean, there's so many parts to that. Like Instagram is obviously like, we're all hitting the right pose Mm -hmm. under the right lighting at the right time in our prep a little bit of editing, a little bit of a filter, like if you're just getting barraged with this as like a normal user or someone that's like aspiring to be fit, like you're fucked. You're so fucked. Like, I, I
0: think, I, mean? I think that's why I never, I, I I guess I never built the, I, obviously we all have some version of body dysmorphia if you compete in this sport. I never built it to that point where I was constantly like trying to cover myself up or anything like that because outside of maybe the lighting in the room was too bright so I just pulled the brightness down which I've maybe done half a dozen times if you go to my Instagram I I will concede that the professional photos I have no I basically was like take your professional photos make them look like how you want with your bend
1: but my photos
0: (laughs) that I've taken I don't even know how to apply a filter I've never done it so like for me, I when people say it's a big problem, I'm like, I don't really know what that looks like because I just, I don't apply them. The only thing I change is the brightness. If it's too bright, that's it.
1: That's it. So no editing on your photos.
0: I don't even know how to do it.
1: Okay. So I want to lead into this saying like every, every couple of, actually no know probably more than that. I don't edit my shit. Like also a lot of it's video. So I can't like right. that. I don't. Know how to edit. So I want to be very clear. Like I'm not saying I edit all of my photos, but. One thing I feel like you should know, everybody edits their photos. So it's kind of like taking steroids except on the internet. Like, if you don't do this, you're not going to keep up. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, everyone with a top physique is also editing their photos. They already have top physiques. Add a little bit of a filter and some editing. They get, you know.
0: I'm going to give this guy guy a free shout out. There's a dude who follows me. His name is Adobe Gaines. And what he does is he goes to people's photos and he will purposefully Photoshop them and send them. And so you um, saw that one. You were like, oh, man, you sold out. I'm like, I posted this to show you how ridiculous this is. Like, yes. But by the way, it was my most liked photo in 10 months.
1: Do you see what I'm saying? I, you're right, 100%. Okay, so not that I want you to sell out for the sake of that personal marketing or personal promotion, but, yes, it does help because that's what people fucking like. Like, it's easy to like something that is immediately – Attractive to the eye. You know I what can, I mean? And like, sure. that's what That's what all fitness people fucking do. In order to keep up, in order to stay relevant, in order to stay in the running, a little bit of editing will do you some good. I'll not
0: quote, that you need it,
1: but that's the other thing. It's like in real life, like, I'm sorry. You can meet me on fucking stage, buddy. Like,
0: I'll quote, oh, wait, it's always sunny in Philadelphia where he goes, I'm not wearing these underwear because it's comfortable. I'm wearing it because I want to look good to you, man. That's yeah, what it, it is. It's like, don't look good. I don't keep these abs for me. I keep them for you. <laughs> So, um, social media, right? Uh, I will ask you cause you have a very, very different perspective than I do. Let's say you, you go back to when you started your Instagram. At uh-huh. what point did you start to see this massive influx in terms of you add a photo and all of a sudden there's 300 followers a couple hours later? Like where did your rise to 125,000 actually take off like vertical? Oh.
1: Uh, actually there is a point in time where that happened um i mean th- the thing that makes this difficult for someone like me to answer is my instagram is a combination of a lot of things it's mm. not just like i don't have i don't really have a bodybuilding instagram that right. is, that's really not the point of my instagram i know it's not i'm preparing for this show and this is how I lift and these are my like i don't do that i don't I do agree. any of that so, you know, I've got I've got my hand in the pot of, like, the shit I say. I've got my hand in the pot of being a hot girl. I've got my hand in the pot of having a lot of tattoos. And then, yes, and then I also have, like, hopefully an Olympia-winning physique. There you go. So, a lot going on. So, what actually happened when I skyrocketed through the fucking roof of the algorithm was I didn't post shit for eight months because I had gotten shadow banned. And I was like, fuck this, about. So, I yeah. left. I didn't post anything for eight months. I came back it was after I was training with you. So maybe this can be a plug for you. My physique had changed so fucking much. It was maybe that, I mean, I started mm. posting, I mean, fitness is like what Instagram is nowadays, which is fucking weird. It's like Fitstagram. Yeah. Fitstagram. right into that algorithm when I started posting again and I was like super jacked and like getting cut for prep. Um, and then it was just like thousands of followers a day. So I don't think I really did anything different. I think, well, I did I upped the game on my content sure. and like the quality of my content and my photos yeah. like I threw some shit out Um, but I also had the physique to back it up this time like it was yeah. I'm saying really powerful impactful things on top of having the physique that I had also I was in prep and I was yeah. prepping for a show so I had so many things that you could follow me for Is like Is she going to do well at the show? Oh, she's finally returned after eight months. Oh, she's also super jacked now. Like, got her tattoos. Well,
0: so then let me ask you this because we've chatted. We didn't really talk about it, but it's come up in our conversations in terms of episodes or quality of content, things like that. You had said something that's sort of like, I wanted to put a pin in and ask about it. Now it's the perfect episode to do that. You now have such a following that if you post something that is outside of the norm or even a different shade of quality in terms of what you're producing Mm -hmm. you made it sound like there are people who will be angry and like go in your dms like what the fuck is this kind of thing in that rise to now having such a voice to talk to these people i know who you are so i know you don't feel a pressure more or less to be like i'm going to produce this level of content But is there almost a point where you post something and go, let's see how this goes? Because you know there's also a larger portion of people who are only into you for one version of that. I have my hand in this. And they like this bucket more. So when Mm -hmm. you move to a different bucket, they're like, this fucking sucks. Unsubscribe. Man,
1: that's – God, there's so many ways I could take this question. Like one, I think in applying it to the topic of our conversation, people don't actually want you to be a real human being. They want a channel Hmm. they want the thing that they know you for and they want you to post about that
0: yeah
1: yeah is instagram real like not at all we're all just creating these narratives that we want you to see about it like no like this isn't my real life like there are times where i'm just sitting in it like on my couch staring at a wall that is a very real layla do i post about that no you know what i mean like people probably think i'm like running around constantly all the time actually i kind of am but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people have this opinion of me and, yeah, this this person that they we're, think I am and really want me to be for them.
0: Yeah, like, we're both oh, hyper... Oh. We're, we're hyper performers, but we do wind down and go, like, this is the uninteresting part of my life is changing a diaper and then watching, like, nailed it on Netflix or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, you still have to do the normal human shit, right? Sure. But, like, if you go on to any influencer, creator now, if You go on to any creator's profile, th- there is a... there are a channel. There is something that they do, whether it's, like, they do cosplay. She's kind of fit. She's kind of fit and goth. Uh, this person talks down to people in a contemptuous way, and she's super jet. Like, you know, they all this, like, kind of thing that they are.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yes. Yeah, so for a long time, I kind of wrestled with that. Like, what the fuck is my channel? And then I realized, I think my channel is, I'm not a channel. Yeah. Like Like, anything I feel like posting. Yeah. Pretty much, that can't be true. But compared to other people, you never know what you're going to get with me.
0: Ever. I'm, Ever. I'm, I'm going to give you a little I'm gonna give you a little cherry here because I agree in the sense that you you are your message is what it is you don't feel that you're a channel and you don't feel that you have that thing because I truly believe 90% of it is genuinely who you are and so what you're saying is I don't really see why you guys like this so much but I guess I'll just keep doing it you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: no that's very much it it's the 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 quote is talent doesn't recognize talent right like i don't see what i have is like i'm just going through life and this is genuinely how i experience the world where it's just like these are my thoughts and this is what i think and this is what i did and this is not what most people would do say or think but this is what i'm doing and yeah i don't see it as anything like people are like i don't understand your motivation and discipline it's like i don't i got born this way like you know like yeah it doesn't it doesn't even occur to me that the things I say or do are like,
0: yeah.
1: not necessarily radical, but entertaining. Yeah. Like.
0: So would well, you? I would like you that. say that the feedback in terms of when you post things and how you post them? Because I've always been curious, especially because listen, if you think that a woman's DMs isn't different from a guy's, or the feedback that you get in the comments section isn't vastly different, if you're a, even a good-looking man versus a good-looking woman, it's yes. ridiculous. So would you say that the the level and accountability of the people who are willing to be more positive than negative swings more positive, or swings more. I don't even know why you're fucking following me, dude. You're, you only say rude shit. Like, why are you even here?
1: Um, when I wasn't as big, it was. It's always been mostly positive, right? Mm. Like people follow you because they like your shit. Mm. Like people tend to like be like, "Wow, I fucking hate this person." Follow. That's not usually how it goes.
0: Some people do.
1: Do, <laughs> but that's the thing is some. Yeah. Now, so when I was smaller, I got more hate. Now that I'm bigger, maybe it's just a matter of ratios. Like I have so much more support now that the hate is kinda like It's quiet. It's less, but it's much more vicious now. Yeah. I would say. The people that are willing to take the risk for someone that has maybe as a large following, knowing that more people are gonna see what they're saying to me, because they don't have yeah. five thousand dollars anymore or a hundred thousand percent. When they are, it's like taking. It's like the thing I said about taking steroids. Like if you're already willing to take that risk, you're already the type of person that's like dialed yeah. up as shit. So and you're and you're it.
0: looking. You're looking for that to grab onto.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're the fucking real ones that are like when they say shit to me. I'm like, oh, oh, uh, god. I wish I knew you in real life. I'd fucking hit you. Yeah. I, so
0: I've always been curious too, and my vulnerability. In my last post is I'm just asking you this in terms of however you feel comfortable answering this.
1: Don't feel comfortable with vulnerability. Conversation over.
0: Here we go. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. We told yeah. you social media was a lie and you thought you were going to get a good episode. That was a lie too. Um. So
1: talking to you guys from now on.
0: The interesting thing about most people on social media, I mean, dude, you're now taking a look at like, whether you like her or don't like her or agree with what happened to her when she was younger, like Britney Spears is really strange on social media these days, man. Like she looks like she's not doing well, but the vulnerability of her to just be like, dude, if I wasn't Britney Spears and I was doing this, no one would give a shit, right? Like yeah. no one. Ca- so my question to you is, I know that at her level, maybe she doesn't read the comments, right? But they're making news stories about how other people feel so negatively about her. How does it make you feel as a person, a real person, uh-huh. when someone really does hone in on your vulnerability and says something that you're like, dude, mm. that was fucking – like we, me and you both have very thick skin. We're okay with it. I yeah. I can't think of a single time someone said something to me on social media that I was like, fucking bitch. Never. <laughs> but there are some times where people will say something. I'm like, dude, you didn't have to bring my kids into it. That's fucking ugh, gross, man. Is there – a, a, a a even minuscule amount of times that someone will say something that really does stick with you or like four hours later, you're like, man, fuck that guy, man. Why would he say that? That shit is rude.
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm just that kind of person anyway. Like I'm sure. Do I have really thick skin? Am I also like hypersensitive in a, I catalog everything and everything stays in my brain all the time. Like I'm also like that, but no, like by and large, like, yeah, I mean in the same way that I have my hand in all of those pots, that also opens me up to criticism for all of those things. Mm. So people don't like my tattoos. They don't like I'm jacked. They don't think, like, they don't like that I'm foreign. They don't like the things that I say. They don't like that I'm a hot girl with a following because I'm only having that following because I'm a hot girl. Like, I get all of it, right? Yeah. Um, it, and most of it, yeah. Like, I'll just troll them right back. I'll be like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, doesn't really fucking matter to me. But, yeah, when I have, and I think... I'm lucky to have this experience, otherwise I wouldn't be able to respond to your question because I've never had this happen before where I was genuinely vulnerable on Instagram when I got sideswiped by Joey Swole and had thousands of people saying all sorts of ridiculous shit to me right. and trying to ruin my life, like my actual real life. They tried to ruin it. There was there was one commenter where I I don't know if I had made the like It wasn't an apology video, by the way. It was a thank you to all my followers for standing up for me. I never actually apologized because I'm not sorry. Um, I don't know if it was before or after I made that video. But there was someone, some woman that was claiming that everything I was doing was a marketing technique. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so we we were back and forth for a while and I was being very, like, which is unusual for me, but I was being extremely genuine in a vulnerable way with her. Like, no, like, I'm not trying to use this as a fucking launch pad for my merch. Yeah. Like, I am genuinely reaching out, making this video to thank everyone for being in my corner and supporting me as a human being during this stupid thing that I did that wasn't really that stupid. Just... I was being very genuine and she just would not let go. And I don't know, even if she herself really believed it, she just really wanted to hate me and attack yeah. me. And it's yeah. like that kind of thing, or it's like, God, people just need something to hate. And it was me.
0: Yeah. I mean, the putting a target on our back like that, like, look, I mean, Layla and I've talked about this offline at length where basically it came down to whether or not I agreed with what Layla had to say in that situation with, with the, the Joey Swole thing is irrelevant, right? It's her life. It's her social media. She can do what she wants with it. And as far as I know, which I won't ruin the ending for, but, uh, reconciliation offline between the people involved, uh, was more than successful. Um, but my argument has always been to that counterculture of what, Layla would call and a lot of people would call toxic positivity is that if you have a following as large as that, right? Uh, uh, I follow somebody that, like I said, will expose people for photoshopping or for having crimes against children or their clients and basically saying you need to know that this person is lying to you because they're selling you a product that either is a lie or that you'll be in danger from accepting and this person doesn't deserve to be in your general vicinity because it's dangerous.
1: Not to plot twist, but the person that sideswiped me might have or might not have done that.
0: So, again, I'll say this. The important thing with that is if you take that information and go, that's why I won't support that person. I get it. If you think to some level, if Layla's job found out that that happened and in and of their own volition, having found out from that Instagram post goes, listen, you're a liability, we can't have you here. That sucks, but it's their ability as a business owner to say that. To have another person threaten your safety because they feel that you deserve it because of someone else's voice who's larger on social media telling them that they Mm -hmm. should feel this way, is not just a slippery slope. It's literally you becoming the enemy, right? If you believe that what Layla said or did was something that was something you would never do, to then take it one step further to threaten her physical safety or to threaten her financial viability in a restaurant, which has nothing to do with the gym or whatever, is basically vigilante justice at its worst because what you're doing is basically saying, I want the punishment to not fit the crime, I want the punishment to be so bad that anyone else that was willing to make that mistake. Because here's the thing, right? Recently, there was a guy who did the same thing but worse as you because he was in a bathroom and the person was naked. And he came out. I filmed this person. They walked into my
1: frame and it's a video where no one gets hurt and nothing happens.
0: So the guy came out afterward and basically said a week later, Joey Swall was right. My bad. Uh, I apologize, it's all good, please stop messaging me. At what point were the people who were trying to get in touch with you and the people who were in your life messaging that person too, who whether or not you agree with your rebuttal video versus his, it was the same vitriol, I'm sure, in the comments section and in his DMs and with his personal life, right? It's The reason vigilante justice doesn't work is because it's not proof and then a reasonable trial and then a uh, result in terms of a punishment, right? It's however you feel at its absolute height, weaponized to ensure that someone will feel your wrath. I don't know that that is anyone's responsibility other than to just point out the obvious, which agree with Joey Swole or not, because I'll I said it to Layla and I'll say it to all of you. I generally agree with his message of do better and be better people. But if you think that the stuff that happens afterward in the comment section, the DMs is you being a better person. The majority of the time, it's really not.
1: (laughs) And I guess, I mean, that was kind of the irony of the whole thing is like all these people that bought into the idea of positivity were the least positive people I had ever encountered in my entire life.
0: And the, the strange thing about it was I was one of the, I actually saw Joey Swole doing something. And then Layla told me, yeah, some, some guy with a large social media following did X, Y, Z. And my heart dropped and I go, what's his name? And she said it and I go, yeah, who the fuck is that? Fuck. I knew instantly who it was. And I again,
1: really, I had no idea who he was, like not at
0: all. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nutribio. Nutribio, with no compromise since 1996, they never hide behind proprietary blends and always tout transparent labels. With industry-leading formulations, all with clinical dosages of ingredients and products spanning from bodybuilders to athletes to just general health clients, Nutribio has exactly what you need to take your goals to the next level. Hit up Nutribio.com and use code word NATTY at checkout to save. Again. uh
1: I guess, man, I didn't want to make this the Joey Swole episode, so we should, we should put a pin in this. Yeah, we will. We will. The one thing I wanted to say is, like, I have a high level of observation. I have spent my entire life, and part of my career, 13 years, is waiting on people, rounds and rounds of people, observing people, whatever. The point is, I didn't know who Joey Swole was. I go to his account. I take a look. 30 seconds is all it takes to realize this guy is not genuine. If I had been called out by someone like Jay Shetty, I would have been like, okay, all right, you know what, Jay Shetty, you're right. Joey Swole, not the person everyone thinks he is. And that's what pissed me off so much is I knew in my blood something was wrong about this setup. Mm. And I did a lot of research, and I can't say too much because I don't want to get sued for defamation. Defamation?
0: Defamation of character, yeah.
1: He's not who everyone thinks he is. He's not. He found the thing that works for him. And the way he goes about doing it should be all you need to see to realize he is not about positivity. Mm. He's not. I'm sorry. Like, y'all are fucking dumb.
0: And I I, want to say this. Like, Layla and I don't agree on everything. And whether or not, I don't know. Honestly, I could say this. Layla has also been very good about just like we've said in other episodes. If it's her lane, she'll stay in her lane. I don't know even know what she's talking about right now because arguably, right, what she asked me when she called was, what do we do here? Like, I, I don't, she didn't ask my advice in terms of what to post, but she basically said, like, I don't really know now what I'm supposed to do with this. And my answer to her was, look, just be genuine. If you feel that you want to reach out to this person and apologize, whether they know or not, do." but, you know, realistically... This is his shtick. It's been a while that he's been doing this and just be careful in terms of the fact that there are people who are supporting this that aren't doing it even with a soft hand but or a hard hand, but doing it with a knife. And my danger in telling people about social media and in really trying to warn people about what to do and what not to do is that whether or not the message of that is still something that should be accepted, how you say it and weaponize a group of people is something that you should keep in mind, right? If I have a bunch of people.
1: That's exactly what he does. How he says it is a problem in and of itself because it is doing the exact thing Hmm. that he says people should not be doing. Hmm. And it weaponizes every single time. Every single person that is posted on his page People try to destroy their lives. There is a very bad, very real thing happening on this page. How is that positivity? How? How?
0: I'll play devil's advocate. I'll play devil's advocate and ask you this question. Because I know this is going to be in the comment section whether he duets this or not.
1: He's not going to.
0: My qu- I don't know. My question would be this. Is there some level of acceptance of risk when people choose to be on your end of the camera, and I would argue that yours is not as bad as some of these other people who go to other people and be like, you're in my shot, you have to move. It. Wa- I I understood that it was part of your her. shtick. I was
1: filming myself, and she walks in the background like... Mm. And
0: I know that the, okay. the quote and the shtick was like, hey, I don't really think this. This is just like a kitschy, this is my message kind of thing. You know what I mean?
1: It's like, you cannot take something out of context and apply your context to it. Right. That is dangerous in so many ways. So many ways that I think that that understand me and who I am.
0: Right. That it was it would basically be like me walking by somebody, you know, uh, in McDonald's and you can't see them in the frame and being like, wouldn't catch me dead. And they're like those fools. Like, okay, I don't really mean that. I I want the best for them. I'm just kidding. Like, but so my question to you is this because they're going to ask this in the comments section. To what level of responsibility did you accept the response of a general public of someone who has maybe a greater following than you to say those things to understand that you should just go, shit, even if this person was kind of right, I didn't really mean for it to come across that way, and at what point do you have to say to them, even if I did mean for it to come across this way, this isn't a valid and equal response. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is your response to that?
1: Um, I feel like there's two things. Like, at first, uh, and you'll see this if, if you go through my entire page, if you want to do the research. Otherwise, yeah, what happened is my Instagram is pretty much built up, upon being like this black sheep character 100%. that goes against the grain, has jumped off the bandwagon. I don't believe in any of this fucking bullshit. I live my life the way I want, counter to how people think I should. Mm. So my gut reaction when people were flipping out about the video was like, oh, this is just part for the course. People don't like what I said, nah. And then it just kept going and going and going. And then I had some of my own followers be like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, that. That's the point in time where people that know me are also telling me. Yeah. So you will see there's a turning point in the comments where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I made a mistake in real time on the internet, which, man, isn't that something to talk about? Like, people make mistakes. Try making a mistake on the internet. Holy fuck.
0: I'm really glad I didn't grow up with the internet in high school, man.
1: Jeez. Um, the one thing that, yes, I actually, like, and like you said, like, I don't actually disagree with what Joey Soul does in terms of, like, the actual of the content which is calling people out on bad behavior and yeah, be better yeah that that i agree with um again it's dangerous if you don't actually know what's going on because like for example there are some videos of women that film men that are being creepy and is like don't do that you don't know he's just maybe he's just working out which is the equivalent of saying don't believe women believe me That's and it's a- like dude what if that dude was actually being creepy and she was calling him out for his bad behavior like
0: I'm not going to lie, you just checked my privilege because I've definitely seen some of those where I'm like I don't really think the guy was being that but I've also never been a woman in a gym
1: yeah, guys yeah. do that, they will follow you around from machine to machine, they will watch you do things, they will sit wherever you are and just. that's a very real thing why isn't she allowed to call him out for that kind of behavior and again, like it is that particular strain of his Instagram definitely promotes this misogyny, like don't believe women believe me I'm Jesus Christ. I know better.
0: I These honestly have never... Yeah. I, I, I gotta be honest it's, with you. When we started this episode, I, I never... I'm not saying either way in terms of, like, buy into his or buy into her. But listen, one of the things my wife asked me the other day, I think it was, like, um, what what is it that you think is the worst part about being the opposite sex? And I wrote down where I was, like... I never go into a room assuming that I could be in physical danger. You could be a very strong and capable woman and walk into a room and go, yeah. yes, but the majority of people in here, especially if the majority are of the opposite sex, if they had yeah. ill intention, would just be able to act on it, it and there's it, nothing I could do.
1: nothing. Yeah, the, the fact that you have that awareness is incredible, because, yeah, I don't think most men realize that. Like Inherently, I think women walk around knowing not consciously all the time but if we're head to head i'm fucked mm. Mm. like i think we all have that that fear deep down biologically like there is nothing i can do right and that's why, like when men get angry it's it's very threatening to us because it's like i'm if it comes down to it that's that ah, i'm freaking yeah. out like i'm stuck it's, it's over for me
0: and and what's uh, funny is i'll bring this up before you move on right you're talking about you feeling that way. Can you imagine, like, you know yes. what I mean? Like, somebody who's not you yeah. being, like...
1: I can hold my own maybe against most women. The average man... I'm sorry. That's just not science. Like, hmm. yeah. So, so, I mean, the, the idea of this fear, this constant fear and this awareness we have of men... Like, I yeah, when I saw those videos that he was trashing, it's like, dude you don't one you have no fucking idea and two you have no fucking idea what's actually going on in this video ever like and that that's kind of the thing it's like you don't actually really know what's go- you're you're literally just using other people's content and material for your own personal gain
0: i mean ultimately i whether or not i agree with his message in general that is 100% accurate that's true um, yeah. So then let me ask you this, right? Because you said it. You you did say it in your last uh, uh, versions of your sentences put together in that paragraph. Maybe. Do you, once you read your followers' comments and if and when you would ever talk to this person in private, do you feel like, oh, shit, that was a mistake? I kind of fucked up.
1: Yeah, there are parts of the video. Absolutely. Like, yeah, recording a stranger and posting them on the Internet? Yeah, don't do that. Which – I've said this before, like I am definitely a late bloomer when it comes to that kind of thing because I will do things to other people that I would not expect to be hurtful. If someone filmed me, like let's say there was some dude filming himself in the mirror and I looked at him and he's like posting, oh, this chick is fucking checking me out. And I saw on the internet, I'd be like, oh, well, no, I wasn't. There's a spot on your face. Like, I don't care. I don't care. You can post me on the internet. I don't fucking care. Leak an embedded video of me. I'll probably be like, wow, my tits look great. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So when people are coming at me for this, I am like. It took me a while to really understand, like, okay, there, maybe there are some people that don't want to be filmed and put on the internet. And then there was one extremely logical reason, which was, like, what if she doesn't want anyone to know where she works out?
0: That's accurate, yeah.
1: That, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's, that was the one I was like, me, no. nope, that makes total sense. Like, th- that's inarguable. And so, yeah. So, yes, I took my loss for the things that I took my loss for, which I said in that video, that
0: right.
1: thank you video, where I, t- where I was like, yeah, I take my L for, you know, these things that I did wrong. Like, overall, in a video where no one gets hurt and nothing happens, and this is the thing people are dedicating their time, energy, and resources on when there are genuinely bad things that get posted on the Internet where people do get hurt yeah. or are getting kidnapped or, like, people are actually getting made fun of. Like, there is so much good to be done in the world, and here we are doing this.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. So, and then the other part of your question, it was just like, yes. Uh-oh. Oh,
0: oh that's it. Joey Swole's calling. He, he heard us. Joey Swole's calling oh, out.
1: Shit. <laughs> Fuck you, man. His name is Panthana.
0: That's all right.
1: Okay, anyway. Um, again, and if I would have been so much more receptive, I think, to everything that had happened to me, mm. if it if I felt like it had come from a genuine place. But like I said, I went on his profile. I looked at what he did. I did some research on his history and some things that he has done and been known for that is genuinely bad person shit. And I was like, not from you. Mm. Not from you, dude. All right? Yeah. If, if a if Jesus himself had been like, Layla, that was a bad thing to do, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. not the pseudo-fake green-eyed Jesus wannabe mu, No. Not you.
0: So interestingly, when you talk about like this social media aspect and, and doing right, wrong. I think that what's interesting is that even me knowing you as I do and having watched all those videos, right, what you just said in terms of explaining it in that situation, which is why any Netflix documentary that comes out about a situation that was major in, in the lexicon and the zeitgeist of, of U.S. or world history, I watch it because I'm like, there has to be the other person's side or a piece of the information that I didn't know And I watch them all. I watch the ones on Anna Nicole Smith. I watch the ones on the Logan Paul, uh, Logan and Jake Paul, like people that I don't like, Pamela Anderson. And I was like, I got to watch these because there has to be a piece of this story I don't understand. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nirvana Super. Nirvana Super is HMB infused water formulated by Dr. Najee, who is one of the lead medical research scientists at Vanderbilt University. Originally used to help stop muscle wasting and trauma victims as well as disease-ridden patients, this recovery tool boasts benefits like faster muscle recovery, increased joint health, a rise in physical endurance capabilities during exercising, and can even slow the appearance of aging. It also comes in some seriously good flavors and multiple delivery methods. So if you want to figure out how HMB can help you today, visit feelsuper.com and use Natty at checkout to save.
1: Here's the thing. I think a lot of people, and obviously they fall follow joey for a reason right sure and what i think was happening a lot of the time most nearly all the time was people didn't want to hear my side of the story because of the side of the story that they heard they did wanted to feel about me
0: right that was that was really what kind of where this is going is i'm like i hope more people or at least the same amount of people listen to your rebuttal because the argument of you know my, my least favorite thing is like i'm gonna catch some heat for this but i don't care I was in the military for 11 years, right? I served my country. If you think for a second that the Department of Defense budget doesn't have enough money to fix a lot of the problems in this country with fraud, waste, and abuse that goes through that fucking funnel, you're out of your mind. A lot of the stuff we're fighting where it's like, I don't want them to raise my taxes because X, Y, Z. Good. Then ask for reappropriation because there is a lot of money that's going to waste. The reason I bring that up, though, is because the second someone were to say... Well, let's open the Department of Defense budget. Well, then you're anti-veteran, bitch. I am one, and I know for a fact that we're wasting a ton of money. So yeah, the thing yeah, is yeah, here, yeah. you have this other narrative that it's like if you open the book, there can be right, wrong, and indifferent parts to the entire portion of the story. And but I wish
1: black, and white, yes. I
0: I I, mm-hmm. I hope my my hope is this that at some point with this argument, especially in terms of us talking social media, that more people will be willing to go, just because I changed my stance on something doesn't mean I flip-flopped. I may have gotten new information and changed how I felt about the situation based on that argument because I didn't have all of the information. And even then, I can still think Logan and Jake Paul are pieces of shit in terms of how they've done certain things in their life. But if you think after watching that documentary that I don't think not only were they a little bit rough in terms of their upbringing, but that they aren't fucking geniuses in terms of realizing the people are going to hate me, I should lean into this a little bit, and that they kind of cleaned up a lot of their act, 100% when you look at the entirety of a story, you may find the narrative a little bit different than what you thought it was enough that you're like, you can't disrespect them for that. So my argument when you gave me a lot of the internal information about what people were saying to you or people were threatening you with, physical harm, right? I have to say like, okay, whether or not I believe that what Layla said or did was right, wrong, or indifferent, I know for a fact that threatening physical or sexual harm against someone else is not only disgusting, it's a crime. And if you think that that's a valid response to making someone feel uncomfortable in the gym, you're the problem.
1: Which I didn't. She doesn't even know I exist. I didn't so, make her feel uncomfortable. So nothing happens in the video. So yes. Anyway, that
0: I I think it's like this, right? Well, we'll, is
1: a lie. we'll yeah.
0: yeah, we'll leave we'll leave that specific example out and go more toward the other side where it's like there are people who will literally purposefully do things like that, what we call rage baiting, where It's a new version of trying to become famous where like now you'll see these cooking videos where people will cook really shitty and people will be like, there's no way they actually ate that. Of course they didn't. They're doing it because you're gonna share it with your wife and your cousin and your brother and go look at this idiot and they have their account monetized. So what they're doing is just rage baiting you into sharing these videos so that you'll continuously share them and they will make more money. So I think that what you were feeling there was the wrath of people going, of course she did this. This is how she built her following without actually going down deep into it and going, no, it's not. This is like a kitschy thing that she said and wrote that's part of her message and personality. But the actual person and her doing that to her is just a byproduct of the fact that she looked at the video and went, oh, dude, this would be okay. I know what I'm going to say. Like,
1: that's really it. Yeah. Like when you're a creator sometimes you create the wrong things. I don't know. Like
0: I, I hope I, I hope that, people listen to this. I really do hope that they listen to this this version of it. You've accepted responsibility, you've told a lot of truth that they may not have heard, and they're going to go, dude, next or at least I would hope that their new information would go the next time I see something like this, I can state my distaste and my distrust for something without going so far across that if your mother saw what you wrote she would be like dude that's not okay you can't say that
1: but i guess i guess that kind of plays into the whole like instagram is not reality thing where it's like nobody's actually being like their real selves and would you actually say that to anybody in real life and is that what you want to be known for but also also you know on my side of it like They don't want to see me as a human being. They just wanted to demonize me. Like, I'm not allowed to be a human being that makes mistakes. I am only allowed to be a creator that does exactly what, you know, that's all I'm allowed to do.
0: I do feel like once you have a comma in the amount of, of, uh, if you have two or more numbers after the, or I'm sorry, before the comma in your following, you're not a person anymore. You're a creator, and if you say or do something— That's it. You're canceled. You know what I mean? But
1: the thing is, my whole Instagram is not like I've even made this post. It's like I'm not a fucking creator. I'm literally just a girl on the internet that happens to be shit jacked. Yeah. That's it. Like that's that's it. So yeah, no. Don't make any mistakes after that. That fucking comma. You you will. They will come for you.
0: Well, here it is, right? So we're talking about your social media following, people's social media following in general. Now you're talking about essentially you have your endeavors in the fitness industry. You're growing into things. You know, as well as I do, that you're going to have to leverage some level of that expectation on social media and be like, I'm going to use this tool to my advantage. I'm going to ask you a very real question. Would you rather find a different way to do that and social media cease to exist or do you believe that ultimately, in terms of people finding their own destiny, whether it be in fitness or in general, that social media actually is a positive tool that people are just misusing?
1: Uh, isn't there some like famous quote about like with any thing that is developed with the intention of good, bad will come out of it? I don't sure. How is
0: it? I can when see that, good? yeah.
1: But you know what I mean? Like anything that can be used for good, like in- inevitably people are going to misuse it and disrupt it and destroy it, right? hundred percent. So, I don't know, does it boil down to whether or not Instagram pro-con list, do the pros outweigh the cons of this? I'm not so sure at this point in time I'm honestly leading towards con because everything is so fake. Everything is edited. Everyone has to play according to this particular narrative because if you don't, like, it's not, it's not, speech this Mm. is not the real actual world this is an algorithm we all are participating in and if whatever it is that you're doing doesn't fit that particular script you're fucked Mm. so it's creating a narrative and that's all that we see and that's all that we're pummeled with and we're human beings so naturally we're going to believe it you know and but I would argue talking-
0: too, even if you wanted a sponsor, if you wanted a, you know, somebody to invite you to something, like the first thing they're going to say is, oh, well, can, can I have your social media handle? Like they want – if you don't have a good social media following and you don't have yeah. a good social media presence, like that might be out of your grasp at this point.
1: And isn't it stupid? Like it's it's like a – it's a social credit and it's like what the fuck even is – like it's it's a, it's a fake currency that we have created – that people are so addicted to that doesn't actually do anything most of the time. Like, yes. Like, can it connect you to people? Yes. And I find that extremely valuable. That is the only reason, thank you all if you're watching that I have kept my Instagram is because of the people that I've connected with. Mm. And then yeah, as a marketing tool, like, yes, you, yeah. you can build yourself and get yourself out there and make a name for yourself, but it's so fucking saturated anymore. And that's a part of Instagram that's a fucking lie. If anybody thinks any influencer is actually making money or not working a real job, I mean, I'm sure some of them are not. Sure. We're not making millions off of our Instagram. I mean, mean, some of the OnlyFans girls are, probably.
0: Oh, yeah, but I mean, you're paying for the OnlyFans. you are not paying for the Instagram, you know what I mean? Well, I'll say this, right? I think that
1: the gains
0: gains of what you could have got out of monetizing things early on is a little bit different, right? Like, look. If you see ad reads, you're going to see multiple of them because we have good product sponsors for the United States of America, www.fuelsuper.com/natty. The problem is that the the misunderstanding is that as soon as you have a sponsor or your items on YouTube and stuff are monetized, that that's your main source of income. And that may have been the case like five, ten years ago. Nowadays, people don't understand. For every 10,000 views, it's like, a dollar or, you know, if we have a sponsor that sponsors the podcast, like unless I want to do all the work, you can't, I, I, like you said, I coach people, I train people in person. I have my own bodybuilding career. I need a producer. Well, Henry has to get paid. So with that being said, that sponsor money doesn't go to me. It goes to paying Henry. So until it starts paying off where there's six, seven, eight sponsors, people are coming to see you in person. You have 45 thousand views per video yeah. and you're putting out four a week like you're not making a ton of money that's it, the
1: thing is, you're not making a ton of money we, we've really just convinced people that social credit is something that you should chase and want yeah and it, it fills that dopamine kick it really 100 like, percent. why do you think you know, they make it
0: look like that it sounds like a casino it looks like yeah. you know people yes. like yeah. it. there's a reason they call it likes and and the, it's a heart when you click it on instagram it's a dopamine rush 100 percent
1: so calculated it's wild
0: which listen like him or not I, i personally i don't i love that people are all over elon musk's balls i'm like dude the guy bought a very successful business which he didn't really want and accidentally legally he had to buy it and ran it into the fucking ground because of his ego where i'm like dude even people who are now on the app are like it still says that I'm tweeting out even though it's called X now and it's not even called Twitter. Like, dude, just because you managed to... I don't even want to say make money, stockpile other people's money, does not mean you know what you're doing. And the same way social media comes out, just because people have a voice does not mean they're always going to make the right decision. They're always going to say the right thing. And here's the thing nobody wants to hear. Just because you follow somebody doesn't mean they're always a good person. I love when people are like, oh, I want to be just like this person.
1: Now Joey Stowe is calling me.
0: Is he Really? I was like, what?
1: But he should after you said something like that because it's pretty much about him. But that's the him. thing,
0: right, is there's this idea that I I can't be duped. I know what I'm looking at and I can't be duped. Do you know how many oh, times in I my life – I, I mean, really, how many times in my life I've sat back and been like, fuck, man, I thought that person was a decent human being or like, fuck, man, I thought I could like that. I, I, there's so many bands, artists that I'm like, I can't like them anymore. That's a shitty thing to do to somebody, and I won't like them anymore. And it's not like the, because I know in the comment section, but, well, Layla did it and you still like her. No, I got both sides of the story. There isn't another side of the story when someone has paid a settlement to multiple women on the accusations of sexual or physical assault. What they, they've been wrong 18 times but they managed to just pay them and go oh, I didn't do this but everyone's gonna think I did I should give them money and also don't tell anybody about it because I'm gonna make you sign a non-disclosure dude this deck is stacking in your favor where it's just like I don't believe that you're a good person anymore man I, I can't can't listen to this or I won't watch like a Roman Polanski movie or you know if I find out that you're on the run for sexual crimes I'm like I I don't care how good this fucking movie is I'm not gonna watch it but I I think that Instagram is uh, and social media in general is people's availability to miss out on these larger scale versions of I should probably rally against this and never use it or never support this person again and they can feel like a better person because the smaller battles that they can reconcile in their brain they go this is enough to prove to myself and everybody else I'm a logical and ethical person when it's like dude you you better do that with the you know the 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 megaphone of all of the other bigger, stronger, better people that also are kind of pieces of shit.
1: Also, stop buying shit from Amazon.
0: I mean, you know <laughs> dude, what? if I can buy it local and people are like, you know, it'll ship next day from Amazon. I kind of want to give that guy another one of my dollars. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, I hate those types of people that are like, oh, I just found out this business does this, so I'm not going to support them anymore. Like, turns around and has like a you know shopping bag, even just from like Kroger, which I don't know if they have Kroger. In- where you live uh, close to today. us i think it's reddit.
0: like across the border toward indiana and stuff
1: you know what i mean like do you realize the decisions that you're making to make yourself feel better you're not applying to your life as a whole like you're just, you're just ah. 100%.
0: And, you just yeah 100 and and by the way that also like puts a red flag up for me where i'm like i was reading a thread on reddit yesterday that was who do you think has the best pr in the business and even then, I'm reading some of these stories, and I'm like, really? Like, I read some shit about Jack Nicholson. I read some shit about Tom Hanks. And I'm like, you can't like anything anymore. But again, I'll, I'll wrap it all the way back around to the beginning. Mistakes as they are owned do not make somebody an inherently bad person. Hiding who you are so you can continue to make those bad decisions and still have people think they can respect you is the problem, right?
1: Okay, now it's actually calling me.
0: Right. Well, you know what they say, guys, with great social media comes great deniability. And as with far as great
1: the, power comes great responsibility. No no no,
0: that's Spider Man, and I don't want to get sued by Disney. So I mean yeah. ask Ron DeSantis how that's working out for him. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of our podcast about social media. Layla and I want to thank you guys for tuning in and be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and let us know in the comments section what you want to hear next. So from me and Joey Swall's worst enemy, we just want to say thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.